Okay, hello. Happy New Year, and welcome to the first episode of Innovations in Education in 2023, eSchool News' podcast on the latest and greatest happenings in K-12 ed tech this week. I'm Kevin Hogan, and I'm glad you found us. I hope everyone had a terrific holiday and is ready to get back into the world of ed tech. I know I am. Meanwhile, there's plenty of fresh content posted to eSchool News to begin the new year. Let's dig in. First off this week, eSchool News' editorial director, Laura Asion, surveyed dozens of ed tech industry leaders around the country on their predictions for the upcoming year when it comes specifically to ed tech. Here are a couple highlights. First, Kelly Campbell, president of Discovery Education, had this to say. In 2023, educators nationwide will benefit from the most recent wave of ed tech consolidation. The various services and products acquired by consolidators over the last year or two will be integrated into increasingly comprehensive platforms, offering instructional content, assessment, and classroom tools all in one place. As this occurs, the power and effectiveness of those ed tech resources will grow as they begin to work in concert with each other seamlessly. The combination of these resources will empower administrators, teachers, families, and students to better leverage EdTech's ability to improve learning. Next up, Jason DeRoner, he's the CEO and co-founder of TeachBoost, came with this insight. Districts will see the value in data-driven instructional coaching. As we begin the fourth straight year, Impacted by COVID pandemic learning disruptions, the challenge of retaining high-quality teachers is a critical issue in U.S. public schools. Staff shortages, ongoing pandemic fallout, and more demands on their time has made teacher burnout and job dissatisfaction a very serious issue. Implementing strategies for creating a collaborative and supportive environment for teachers is more important than ever. In the coming school year, we will start to see a much larger focus on investments in educators, particularly on retaining and supporting current faculty. One practice that we will see gaining popularity is instructional coaching. Over the past year, we've seen a trend in districts using ESSER funds to create specific coaching programs to support their educators. We anticipate this will continue as more districts realize the benefits to both teachers and students of a data-driven coaching program. Here's another one. Dr. Evelyn Johnson, she's the Vice President of Research and Development at Aperture Education, also shared some insights. She writes, teachers experienced greater anxiety during the pandemic, reporting significantly higher rates of anxiety than healthcare workers. This emphasized the need for tools and programs to support their well-being. In the coming year, we will see a continued emphasis on providing resources to teachers that support their social and emotional well-being and help them create positive learning environments. Tools that allow teachers to collaborate, develop strong relationships with students and families, and feel supported by school leaders are especially needed. Supporting teachers to create positive learning environments promotes teacher well-being, self-efficacy, and job satisfaction, while also improving student learning. It's great to see so many of these predictions revolve around not only the social and emotional well-being of students, but also as teachers themselves. I think of one thing that we, when we pull away from the pandemic, it really seems that the big picture, everyone needs to feel safe and comforting, whether they're learning as a student or working as a professional in this space. 
So be sure to go up online to the top stories news feed this week and search for the article entitled 37 Predictions About EdTech's Impact in 2023. It's well worth the read. Next up, is there finally some good news post-pandemic for schools? According to NWEA, a nonprofit research and educational services organization that serves K-12 students, academic achievement is showing encouraging signs of improvement, although not evenly across school years. The new research findings are based on a fall 2022 assessment data from nearly 7 million U.S. students in grades 3 to 8. Here are some other key findings. Students lost less ground during summer 2022 compared to pre-pandemic trends. So the summer slide wasn't really as steep as it used to be. Academic rebounding in reading and math continued through the fall of 2022. However, that rebounding is not even across school years and summers, as I mentioned, especially in reading. Here's another one. The youngest students in the sample, current third graders who were kindergartners when the pandemic began, had the largest reading declines and showed the least rebounding. That's disappointing. And then even with continued rebounding, student achievement remains lower than a typical year, and full recovery is likely still several years away. One concerning finding is the impact on reading levels of third graders who were those kindergartners, and that is really a tough statistic to swallow. Mathematics also continues to be a focus as throughout the pandemic, the subject saw greater declines. I think if you are looking to get more data that you can use against your own district, it's important for you to go up to the homepage of East School News and, and gain full access to this report. And finally, cybersecurity is one topic that will certainly stay at the top of the worry list for education leaders this year. It is an ever-present concern for most of us accessing the internet. Unfortunately, students aren't thinking about cyber attacks when they access sites for curriculum research and entertainment from their devices, now so prevalent, especially since the pandemic. Schools' exposures to cyber attacks have also greatly increased due to expanded remote and hyperflex learning. I recently had an enlightening conversation with Adam Benjamin. He's a director of Lenovo and Sentinel One's partnership. DJ Whitlock, she's a senior sales engineer for Absolute Software. And Betsy Klein, she's a software specialist and team lead at Lenovo. And we talked about a number of issues surrounding cybersecurity, including the latest techniques to secure district systems and discovering best practices for educating students and families on proper digital etiquette. Here's a snippet. It leads me to another question where if I'm sitting on this call and I'm a director of technology, to have that amount of data coming at me, which I'm assuming is in, in, in real time in terms of tracking devices and tracking mm-hmm. usage, sounds kind of overwhelming. It sounds like my job has now become 24-7. I'm assuming that there are some automated features that can help keep those tasks under control. Yes. And as a matter of fact, I would actually take it the other direction and say it's almost like having a a virtual headcount added to your staff. Everybody's stretched thin with lots to do. And someone logging into several consoles to find out what is the state of the world and all these various things I have to keep an eye on versus having one pane of glass where they can see what is the state of my encryption on machines that have it? What's the state of my end malware? Where are these machines? Are they calling in from where I'm expecting to? And then yes, with automation, you can trigger rules and alerts. If this machine calls 
makes a call, connects to the internet from somewhere outside of this geolocation fence that maybe you put just around your entire city, certainly can put it around separate campuses as you know, that granular, but you can definitely get alerting to let you understand, I need to take action on a particular machine, not the 10,000 I have under my control. And I can see by my dashboard that I'm healthy and pretty sweet sailing right now from all of these aspects. I've got multiple machines that don't show they have anti-malware running. Let me trigger down into those and take some actions and, and get those installed, et cetera. So go ahead, Adam. Yeah. I think that's key uh, for the for those IT directors again. It's like how do I how do I get insight before I'm in trouble? Right. Like yeah. what DJ just said was, so this machine isn't, you know, I don't no one's told me it's lost or stolen, but it's calling in from Mexico. Right. So it's obviously not in the hands of who it's supposed to be in anymore. Even before that machine starts to become compromised even further, you get that visibility up front that you need to do something, right? So that's the, I think that's that's key. And then the, from back to your, Kevin, your original question, I think all the tools that you should, definitely, if you're looking at, you know, upgrading or changing or, or evaluating what you currently have, you should be, you know, we always talk about security versus, you know, how much effort is required to do that there are tools out there that should be able to make you more secure and your life easier at the same time or make you like less, less resources, less, less people to have to deal with. And I think absolutely the Sentinel probably both fit in that category, you know, depending on what you're currently using. I mean, that's what, you know, if I was in your shoes, I would be like, okay, how can I do what I need to do to be more secure, but at the same time, get better visibility, get better reporting, get more automation in my tools. So I don't have to run around chasing down, you know, a ton of alerts or, or random concerns. Did that re resonate with you, Betsy? Yeah. And what I think is even more beautiful about the partnerships that we have with these folks is our education team this last fiscal year put together some education bundles where we're able to combine all sorts of software titles, which offer you cost savings, significant cost savings. So we have some bundles that include both Sentinel One and Absolute, but also our Lenovo owned classroom management software land school and our own filtering solution. We have so many ways to come to you with a holistic approach. Lenovo really is shifting their mind share and we want to come to you so that you can come to us and we are a one-stop shop that takes care of you and makes sure that you have the best of breed solutions at the best possible price. You can go up online to eschoolnews.com and go under the webinar tab to hear the full conversation under the title, Digital Safety for Students, Keeping Student Data Private and Access Secure. So that about wraps it up for this episode. Be sure to check back on eschoolnews.com for all the latest and greatest news and analysis for what's happening in the ed tech space. Remember, eSchool is always free and always helping innovative educators just like you. Until next time, I'm Kevin Hogan for eSchool News.